When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Do you guys like surprises? Like Adler, it's obviously the holidays. We are in full holiday planning mode. And I get asked by every member of my family for gift ideas, which Mm -hmm. they're not gift ideas. They're actually saying, what do you want? Send me the link for it. I will buy it. And then this is what your gift is. And I'm always like, why are we doing this? Why do we do this? I agree. But, but the, you know, they've done, like, I don't, somehow I've read somewhere that they did studies or somehow it's better if everybody just gives their list and everybody just gives what they want. Like, I've, I've read somewhere that that's actually just the easiest, best thing to do, but I find it completely unsatisfying. Like, it, completely. Th- like, here's an Amazon link to what I would like. Thank yeah. you for and then, by the spending way, your money to get I me something. I know that's your, what I'm opening. And yeah. uh, by the way, I'm not going to send you the thing that I want that I would never buy for myself because that right. thing's way too expensive to ask somebody to buy me or, right. you know. And so I'm sending you something that most likely I would just purchase for myself, but I'm holding on to it, saving it so that I could give it to you as an idea. And then in exchange, I'm going to spend that same amount of money you spent on me to buy me this thing. And I'm going to buy you a thing that you want. Why are we doing this? But the flip side of that is if you... If the, the other argument is you want somebody to really think and come up with something and work to have to create. So you're actually asking a lot if on the other side of the, like, if, if you're not saying, here's what I want, you're expecting somebody to be able to know you well enough to predict what you would actually want and to go out and get it if you're expecting a gift. 
Or how about just anything you think I might like? It doesn't have to be something that like requires a ton of thought. But if you see it and you think, hey, you know what? Danielle might like that. A writer might like that. For example, writer, I might Mm -hmm. see a scarf. And you may not want a a scarf or a fedora fedora, or or a pair of jeans with huge pockets (laughs) for book carrying. Exactly. (laughs) And I would definitely think writer would like that. And it would remind me of you, and I could buy that thing for you. This is why I, every year, get about five leather journals. That's (laughs) that's the writer's strong gift. Whatever, everybody in my life gets me a leather journal. And, you know, I I, I like leather journals fine fine enough, but that, because that's like the ultimate. I've got a stack of them. I get them, too. Jensen hey, really read, likes journals. That yeah, means you, read, you want you a read. distressed journal every year, <laughs> it's right? It's true. I do like them. You know, yeah. I know, but yeah. But, yeah. Jensen I, I uses them a lot. <laughs> I would say, and I've tried this every year. I float the idea every year. I'm shot down every year. It's different with you because you have children. Mm-hmm. With people who don't have kids, I would love to do one gift each. That's what we Let's did this year. So we're do doing this year. Present, Thank you. And mm-hmm. I'm always shot down. Well, but we need this. We need that. We need, And it's like... Okay, let's yeah, so do nine when I was, each. When I was like in my early 20s, we instituted that within my family. Uh, you know, I actually even my late teens even because it was just getting ridiculous. It was like, yeah. why don't we just... And, and yet what my parents started doing then is making gifts that would take them months. Like oh my for gosh. instance, they made chess sets like... Oh, like cool. um they 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 molded the the out of like the i don't know what material it was this plastic material they're like foot tall chess pieces oh my and gosh put, made a chessboard with its own like padding or and it's like my brother and i were like the whole point of this was to like, <laughs> make, it, make easy. it simpler make it easy yeah. and they started and they put it all in a treasure chest we still have it it's amazing That's we have awesome. these like homemade giant chess sets it was like do you know what I remember? Like that every writer year. from yeah. home, homemade in your family was every year on the set of Boy, mm, one your of your mom. grandparents. Yes, your candy. grandmother's candy. The candy. Anne's oh. delicious candy. It was I know. so I, we unbelievably keep, I, good. We finally found a handwritten recipe, and <gasps> I keep saying we have to do it as a family. But it, the thing is, it's such a process. It's like, you have to, you have, I, I mean, I don't even know. Like, I used to help a little bit, but not, I mean, it's like weekend, it's like a full weekend of like m- melting chocolate, you know, rolling it out, Ugh. letting it sit. Yeah, she used to make this incredible chocolate. It was so chocolate. good. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. And it was absolutely she made famous. It a business. It was like, she would, you know, it, it, people would order like weeks in advance. Uh, and, but that's the thing. Her and my grandpa would have to, it would take over their entire house in Pennsylvania they would just that, that's what they would be doing for all of like November and December would mm. be making candy. And then uh, Easter time, they would do it, too. So, yeah, but we've been talking about as a family since my mom found the handwritten recipe. Like, we have to do like a Writer, weekend. You're where we with all your family right now. Do it's it. so much work. I know that would just become the whole weekend. You know, that would be right. yeah, we have to do. It. It's like so it's well, a get to it. Because yeah, I, I want that candy. Whatever would take your mind off of a vegan holiday. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we'd have to be making vegan chocolate. I don't no, know. you wouldn't. No, you like, wouldn't. They no, were buttercream chocolates. They were so mm. delicious. They were so, I, um, I'm, I was actually hoping, Danielle, when you said like, hey, do you, like you surprises? guys like surprises? It was you were going to like reach off camera and it was going to be like, like, Dusty's here or something like, <laughs> like we've got Aww. a surprise. You, you won't believe it. We found a lost episode of Boy Meets World that none of you are in. What's wrong? Is it's it like, like a alarm. beeping? Yes. Is it at your house or my house? Yeah, it's at my house. Okay, so wait, he's gotten up, our listeners, he's gotten up. What do you really think of Ryder, Daniel? Um, well, pretentious as I'll get out, right? Oh, man. 
He talks over people. Constantly interrupting. I can't. And oh, this is why I love him so much. I know. He's my best friend. Did you friend. get it? Did you find it? I, that, I guess. I, mean, that my highest, my, I think they were making bacon downstairs. And oh. burned. <laughs> bacon? Yeah, bacon. we're ruining the vegan household. We just <laughs> we tried to make bacon and it set off the fire. You're kidding. You're, wait, you honestly, on morning one at your vegan <laughs> parents' one. household, you guys are making bacon and setting off the fire alarm <laughs> with bacon it. grease? Oh my God, we're such an imposition. Hey, oh, was man. the Batman? Is the Batman picture behind of you and me? Was that put up just for yep. the podcast, or no, was that there no, the whole time? That's, that's been there. This is my childhood bedroom, man. That's oh, like awesome. Oh man, I we love had, that both of you guys have childhood bedrooms to go back to, and yeah. my parents moved about a hundred times, and I have no childhood bedroom. Aww. But you have a childhood, I know, because I'm watching it every week on Pod Meets World on the iHeartRadio app. I do have a childhood, and I have childhood <laughs> pictures, and you guys are in almost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. <laughs> that is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box, and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media, and I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized, and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Summer is steadily approaching and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation. Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on. Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with Liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. 
One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard? Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. So first of all, I would love to thank the hundreds of people who emailed us to let us know that, in fact, we do see Amy and Alan's bedroom oh. in a future episode where Eric tries to woo a girl. Just, so, we just can't ask questions on this show. That's the thing. Is, that, is, <laughs> that, is there ever a Boy Meets World episode where like, we should just, dear listener, start a sentence like that? As oh. we've said, we much like the llama pen, we are watching this show essentially for the first time so there are a lot of things that we don't remember but we will remember them hopefully when we get to them so just bear with us uh i also remembered something i'm sorry but i just remembered they're absolutely right but eric doesn't try to woo her she tries to woo him oh so thank you very much oh yeah interesting why are you going to amy and alan's room uh bigger bed really really yeah. It's like that explicit. <laughs> yeah. That's the Marguerite Moreau scene where we had to work out like they want. We'll get when we get to Wait, it. Wait, we'll Marguerite, she comes back not just in season two. Is this like a season five episode? No, it's a season two episode. <gasps> I think wow. it's pairing up. We're that quick. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We're not going to be comfortable at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think it's pairing up. I think that's the next. Because. Marguerite Moreau was in the first episode of season two. Two, right. So I think she probably did a couple in a row. I'm like, oh boy. Okay. Well, also, shouts out to Carly P, who did the unthinkable, and she recreated the Matthews house and the surrounding area in Sims 4, hoping that it would bring the backyard-side yard debate to an end. And she also somehow made the exterior make sense, which we actually thought was completely impossible. Yeah. 
So, I mean, she put so much work into it and it is truly awesome. So it's great. You it's got- perfect. It's what I think. I think it's the, the layout. You think it's right. I think it's absolutely right. This is what I was trying to do. I started, I started drawing it out by hand and then I went online and found some like, you know, architectural design App. thing. And I got way too involved. And I was like, writer, you need to be writing. Like, stop yeah. doing this. Right. A writer, I have, you have a career have, and a son a, am, and a, a wife and this a podcast is, with two best not, friends that you exactly. can't let down. I don't know if making this MC Escher house work. <laughs> I haven't showered in six reality. days. I can oh smell my myself. God. This is terrible. Yeah. But yeah, Sims is a great idea because I imagine it's somewhat easier to build something in, the, in there. You know, I, I should have actually just taken my son's Minecraft. That probably would have been a good way to do it too because you can build whatever mm. in those you know environments much easier and then it's just the matthews are all orcs (laughs) (laughs) well we are going to post those images on instagram so that you guys can all appreciate her effort and her work and tell us whether or not you agree that it is uh absolutely the way the house is laid out and then i'd like to say hello to courtney a listener who is also from connecticut who wanted to let us know she loves the podcast but also she sent us a breaking news story from nbc connecticut from october 2nd about a few cows on the loose on Interstate 84. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was big yes, news. It big was big news. news there this in is important CT. stuff, man. Wow. Yeah. As somebody who grew up right off I-84, yeah, it can happen. <laughs> so thank, I thank you, Courtney. I love that. Thank you so much, Courtney. So We have done some trivia on the show before. You guys are usually the people bringing the trivia. But I decided, since we are celebrating all things season one, I thought it would be really fun to just do a trivia episode based around season one entirely. And I'm... I'm going to start the way we usually start. I'm going to like ease us in with some easier questions. And then I'm going to get to some more difficult questions. Are you guys, how do you feel about season one trivia after watching it? I mean, I feel pretty good if we've watched yeah, it. We've talked, we, we, saw we it. sat yeah. around analyzing every episode. For hours and hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it depends on how nitty gritty we're going to get. If it's like verbatim dialogue, oof, you know, besides there the may be some of those. Quote. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like, you know. Yeah. I, yeah I'm, I'm all right. Let's, yeah. I'm nervous. But I mean, we'll I told, see. okay. The first question is, is I think pretty easy, but I'm, I'm going to. We're going to, this is where we're going to start. Wait, are we going back and forth? Are we going to, cause I don't want to talk over, cause we, we've already established several ask people you. that Ryder talks over everybody. <laughs> not, not, no one also, else does. You know what? Will talks over everybody. You and guys. I heard Danielle talks over everybody. Danielle Interrupts. never <laughs> stops talking over people. Just constantly cutting people off. We all, we all do it. We're all guilty. But, um, shouts to the people who know the truth, which is we do it out of excitement, not yeah. because we're trying to be rude, which is the reason none of us get offended when the other person cuts no. us off, because we're all just excited to talk to each other for yeah. some reason. We happen <laughs> to be recording the conversations we normally have. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. First question. Back to our trivia. First question. Who was the most featured background actor in all of season one? I mean, what, what do you mean okay. by featured? Dusty. Who got the most looks on camera, camera time, and was the most featured in has, in season one? I has, would say Simi because she's right behind Ryder in the classroom. No, it's got to be Dusty because Dusty actually, you know, was on camera. Yeah, as no, that's the true. Yep. Corey. Yep. And the, also, the Corey. also in the uh, in the plays, the thing he had stuff to do in the plays, the thing as well. Hmm. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say it's got to be. Wait a minute. Now I'm second. Now I'm second. I'm trying guessing. to think. Was there another time 
wait, was <sighs> we saw him passing out napkins. He was a napkin passer <laughs> in that one episode. Absolutely. Guys, we can't spend this much time on an okay. easy question. Dusty. Okay, yeah, Dusty. Okay. Wow. I did start off pretty easy, but you guys spent a long time on it. Yes, congratulations. You are both right. <laughs> We're going to analyze everything. Oh, man. Everything. Oh, I mean, God. guys, we... <laughs> All right, we need to stop second-guessing ourselves. Okay. Yeah, yes, you guys, you're right. Yeah, trust your instincts. Trust our okay. instincts. Absolutely trust your instincts. But also, I would just like to say, um, congratulations for getting that question right, and let's please welcome Dusty Gould. Oh, oh, Justin! Oh, are you kidding? Oh my God! Are you me. kidding me? Our team has like surprises, and then Will nailed it. I oh called my it, Dusty. What is up? Are oh you my. kidding me? It's been some time, guys. But oh I just want to say, I want to say thanks for finally having me on. I came up with the idea for this podcast like years ago. So I was hoping you guys would finally get in contact with me. Oh my God! I can't believe this. How did this happen, right Danielle? How did this happen? This, you guys, my heart is absolutely racing, and I am sweating profusely because I have been keeping the secret, and I am so excited. Like you have no idea. This has been. We are we are very very excited wow. to see you, Dusty. I'm, thank you. So I'm incredibly happy. nervous myself. My watch was telling me my my heart rate was like at 150 beats a minute, and going, my God, Dusty. But yeah. Let's let's do this, guys. Let's do this. Oh let's start God. it off. So first yeah. off, I want to say I don't think it's a backyard or a side yard. I'm team flag lot. Okay. Right? Let's just go flag lots. Wow. Right? Um, okay. Uh, All right. Flag lot. I got it. I don't it. even know what that I mean, means. What is I don't flag either. Lot? You don't know a flag lot? Okay. You no, know, like when, it, when there's a house, maybe you're on a cul-de-sac and there's like a long driveway that goes up behind another house. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. The flag lot because it kind of looks like a flagpole with the house up top. We have one of those I, in our neighborhood, and I never knew what to call it. It's a flag lot. See, I, yeah, I live my my house is basically there's a flag lot right behind me. So my my backyard is my neighbor's front yard. So I was like, maybe that's what it is. Oh, okay. wow. right. Wow. And and Will, I wasn't out in the wilderness on a loan. You weren't um, okay. No, no, I was packed away with the set pieces, as you can see. So it's finally get me out of the warehouse. Oh my god! How long have you been keeping this a secret, Danielle? <laughs> Dusty, how long has it been? Two months? A month and a half? It's been like a month or something. I think. Oh, yeah. A little oh over a month, month and a half. Yeah, it's been a while. So how did how did we track you down? Who found you? The internet's a scary place, man. <laughs> the internet is a scary place. So I actually, uh, I have to shout out to uh, a woman I work with, Brittany, who is a, a wonderful editor and stuff that I, I work with now. And uh, randomly, she hit me up on my email saying, you know, like they're looking for you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Right. Oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, so, so from that, I saw that and then I, I looked it up and started, I, you know, I found your guys, the podcast and, and oh. Instagram. I'm not a big social media person or anything like that. So healthy. I yeah. started, yeah, I started uh, looking through it and just, you know, all of a sudden my, my mind went way back and it, it, stuff I haven't thought about forever. And it was just yeah. really cool to go through. And I found some old gear. Yes. And- yes! I love it. The hooded, oh, the, the hooded so flannel. I think right I now. think I brought this up because I found like an old headshot where I was actually wearing. Yes. Oh, the multi photo headshot. Mo- yeah. Who didn't yes. have this? Of course. That's what we uh, yes. all everybody. Everybody yes. had to go like the same. Wait, is that you in a baseball yes. uniform too in the back? Oh, yeah. There's always like the sporty version. The baseball the uniform. The, look, it's like they put me in, yes. in a wetsuit. Yeah, cowboy hat. That was like the photographer's hat. And you're you're changing in a park, and yep. people are looking at you like, "What are you what doing? What are you doing? I'm gonna be an actor." <laughs> oh my god, that's so, oh, yeah. so yeah, cool. Yeah, they they wet you down with a little stuff. Like, look like you just came from the beach. I'm like. <laughs> 
Okay. Those uh, were the best. We actually so should all find our. We we've never posted our. our we should find our multi-picture yeah. headshots and post right? them with Dusty's. Uh, oh. Dusty, can you tell us how did you how did you end up on Boy Meets World? Tell us like what was going on in your life. So yeah, my grandfather was a silent film actor, and my dad was a mime. No way. And cool. So I'm just kidding. My dad was a mime. Come on. Oh, I was waiting for some cool history. Me too. Man. No. um, I was like, oh, this is incredible. Rusty Rust did a mime troop in Scotland. So it's not anything possible. possible. This is show business. (laughs) Show business. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody's connected to it. No, I I knew nobody. I had no connections to anything. Um, I had never done anything. All I knew was when I was five years old, I was in preschool. I was four or five. And my one of my classmates was doing the Flintstones vitamin commercials. Mm. And I remember seeing that. I remember like the Flintstone kids. Yes. 10 and, million strong and growing. and growing. I'm so glad you just sung it so I didn't have to. <laughs> right. So uh, I remember seeing that and thinking, that's the coolest thing ever. I want to be on TV. Like what kid didn't? And yeah, obviously probably a bunch didn't. But I was one of those kids like, I, I want to do that. So I remember begging my parents, like, I want to I want to do this. I don't know how. I don't know what this is or anything. But. I want that to be me. So I begged them and begged them. They just kind of blew me off. You know, they, they worked and they both had to had jobs and, and didn't have time for it and just thought like, oh, it's just, you know, it's saying he likes dinosaurs. That'll change in two weeks. So who cares? Yeah, exactly. So then when I was eight, my dad, uh, my dad was a police officer um, and somehow he got a hookup with a security guard that uh, worked at the full house set. Oh, so geez. he got us back to go see a taping of full house. And so we went to, I think it was the Warner Brothers lot at that yep. time. Yeah. So we go into the Warner Brothers lot and like my eyes are just wide, like mine's blown. We go and we watch a tape and we got to go backstage and meet everybody. And the episode was actually an episode called, uh, I think, Joey Goes to Hollywood. So mm-hmm. it was very like meta because it was like Joey's big chance of going to Hollywood. So on the set was a set. So it was like a set within oh. a set. <laughs> And they had like a whole beach scene and there was a uh, Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon were in it. They were part of the show that Joey cool. was on. So I got to meet them. And I just remember like watching this whole thing go down and thinking like, this is, this is so cool. And the, uh, the, the warm-up guy for the audience brought me up in front of everybody at one point, like put a whole group of us together and, and was making jokes. He's like, you know, he's like a random kid with a random adult and like totally didn't fit as a family. And he's like, we're going to pitch this to the producers. We're calling it bowl house. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Funny joke, right? So I remember, but at that age at eight, I'm thinking like, this is my shot. Like one of these producers is going right. to see me. This is going to yes. happen. And I'm going to be on the, I'm going to get to go on a show, right? Like you're a kid. You don't know what's what. And you just, everything, the world's wide open, right? So we go and, and we get to go backstage and meet everybody. And everyone was really nice and really cool. And I just remember like, it's cemented in my brain at that point. Like this, this is what I want to do. This is amazing. And afterwards we even left, we're walking out of the soundstage and next door they were filming hook. And we got oh. to go in and see the hook set with the wow. lost the boys pirate ship and, and everything. I, I think I saw some of the pirate ship and some of like, I remember the, the lost boys scene, like the whole the yeah. house, their thing. whole area with like the oh track that Rufio rolled down and everything. Right. And we're walking around Sick. there and I'm like, like, are you kidding? Like people, this is someone's job is to right. come yeah. here and <laughs> yeah. with this stuff. Like this Get is paid. Yeah. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Right. So again, I start begging my parents. I want to do this. I want to do this. Nothing. Wouldn't let me just never were into it or anything like that. And then when I was 10, the magic numbers, you guys know, right? Of course. I was 10. 10. I was playing football and uh, one of the kids on my team, he, his dad was also worked with my dad, I think. 
and they had an agent for extra work. Wow. And I didn't know what extra work was. I didn't know what acting was. I didn't know what any of it was other than you want to be on TV. So um, basically they signed me up with that same agent. And within a couple of weeks, I went and did my multi-picture headshots <laughs> and then went out on my first job, which was My Girl 2. No way. Okay. Remember My Girl 2? Yeah, no one remembers My Girl 2, right? No. <laughs> There's My Girl 1. My Girl 2 did not have Macaulay Colgan. But I just remember thinking like, this is so cool. And I get to see another set. I get to go on to a set. Yeah. And I get there and we had to go buy wardrobe, of course. Like you had to go buy your own clothes and all that stuff. So we went and did that and show up. And, you know, we were basically at, at base camp and you see all the trailers and it's all exciting and it's really cool. You see some of the other actors. And then I get put in a van and taken out to like a park area. Because obviously like that's where they were shooting. They weren't shooting right there at base camp. Mm -hmm. So I remember we go in this van. We get out of this park and they're like, they hand me a jump rope. And they're like, yeah, go jump rope over there. And so, <laughs> so I just remember like, okay. And I'm doing that. Like, I had no idea where the camera was. No idea what scene they were shooting. Didn't see a thing. Like, I think they may have been shooting like in a house across the street or something. Oh so like, I never God. saw any Are set. Are you sure I never saw you were anything. on a set? I was going to say, I, 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 just I think it was just an excuse to get you <laughs> in a just, van, Dusty. I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> some some guy creepy. just wanted you in a van, Dusty. Right? Yeah. Some teamster was like, hey, this kid's cute. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, so like, it was kind of like a, it was my first like Hollywood little disheartening experience of going like, oh, wow. Okay. So it's not just like all fun and games and really yeah. cool. It's like. I thought I was going to like get to see stuff because, you know, I really wanted to see how it worked and what yeah. the cameras would be and how they set up stuff. And it was just, you know, me and a couple other extras standing out there not doing anything. So I was like, okay. Working out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> doing doing, doing a jump, jump rope. rope. Jump Take your rope. shirt off, kid. Now I'm doing So, so that, that pretty much was like, you know, I think a one day thing and that was it. And then a couple days later we get a call and, um, that was one good thing about being an extra, I guess, was you didn't have to audition because you know, auditioning was horrible. But I just get a call for some show called Boy Meets World. Or it may not have even been named at that point. It yeah. may have just been like the Ben Savage. Yeah. Yeah. They don't tell you anything. They just go, here's, show up at this place at this time and, and go. And bring so this many wetsuits. So, yeah, bring, bring, <laughs> bring your wetsuits, bring your flannels, bring your hooded stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like that, right? Bring so, every hood 50, you own. As many cowboys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So we basically then my second job ever, my you know my second time working on a set other than visiting a set was was Boy Meets World, and I think it may have been, you guys confused me too with the like, uh, just the different order that stuff was shot in. So I think it may have been the B Team of Life episode mm. because okay. I remember I remember like I didn't know anybody, you know, and and none of you guys that were there. Obviously Danielle, you weren't even on the show at that mm -hmm. point, I guess. Um, you know, no one was a star yet no one, nobody yeah. was anybody everyone was brand new except for marty york from the sandlot was there and i'm yeah. like oh yeah hey, <laughs> there's marty york like <laughs> right that kid? that's the cool that's cool so i think that was the first first time i remember like actually being able to be on the set working and just watching it all happen and starting to learn things and um do you know how I many mean, episodes you ended up doing I don't like I know I was in the first three seasons. I think I was in a couple episodes in the fourth season, but I'm not sure. Wow. I don't remember. Like I'd have to go back and try to look. But even then, being an extra, you can't tell. Mike, you'd be a little blur in the background. Like, was that me? Was it not me? I but you know. were in the classroom. You were I pretty know. much a yeah. featured classroom. Right. right. So I was in the classroom a ton, the hallway scenes, the cafeteria in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, season four, because I remember stuff like, you know, when Danielle had to cut your hair and yeah. 
it's like, but now I'm, I'm, you know, as an adult looking back, it's like, do I just remember that because I watched the episode? But, <laughs> right. but then I also remember like, no, I think I remember like, I remember like that stress of everybody on set and everything that you guys yeah. were talking about. So there's parts of it where I kind of like, I can't, my memory's shot. I can't remember. But um, how many episodes was Matt? Uh, Matt Lawrence in it's like sixty nine episodes. Just yeah. so I was yeah. say I was in I was in seventy. Just okay, one just more. one more. Than that. <laughs> I did seventy episodes. <laughs> when it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things: watching our younger selves on a TV show from thirty years ago, and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard? Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right, and that's why I'm sending mine farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. 
Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. I think it goes without saying uh, that the the main reason we have been searching for Dusty all through season one is because of how much we loved you and how fondly we remember you. And, um, you know, you're just you're just one of those people who totally stands out to us as being somebody we talk to in between scenes and in the classroom. And you were you were always there with us and you were definitely featured a lot like you were in. Um, the plays, the thing you right. were in that, that scene with up. Marty York, the, in the Halloween costume. Yes. Oh God, that was great. So that was my, that was probably my fourth or fifth job ever. Right. So I think I did, I did the one episode of Boy Meets World that I maybe did like one other job and then came back on Boy Meets World. And all this time too, is like, I was starting to figure out like, oh wait, being an extra kind of like, it's not cool. Like I want to be an actor, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like, right. Give me I wanna, something I to say. Actually, yeah, I want. I want. I want. I want lines. I actually want to perform. And like you know, I was always as a kid. You know, um, right around that same time, my my parents were having a rough spot. and They were going through a divorce. So it was kind of like a really mm. rough time for me as a kid. Um, but being able to go to a set was such a great experience and like that escape of like, oh, I got to be doing my own thing and have my own stuff. And and I remember even back then, like I was always trying to bring humor into my home life even, right? Like yeah. if I could if I could make my parents laugh, if I could do sure. something. So like I was always trying to be, you know, some of that. And then being an extra, it's like, okay, I wanna I wanna have more. And there'd be little times where yeah, I'd get featured or they wouldn't even tell you anything, but you just react in a certain way. And then afterwards like, oh that was great. You like, you know, you you did that. Like, okay, cool. Like I'll I'll keep doing that. Like, or tell me what you want me to do. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do those things. But so the the Halloween episode was my like literally my fourth or fifth time on a set and it was absolutely frightening because how I think did that I was, happen so I, I i was trying to remember it all and like i would love to hear uh chris kyer if he remembers any of it too like, <laughs> oh, so yeah. i don't know what happened I, I actually somehow i found i have a bunch of old scripts i found the script the lines were actually supposed to be for ben so it was supposed to be like Corey comes in and fools mr feeney by you know talking like kind of brown nosing him and thinking that, you know, yeah. he's the greatest teacher on earth or whatever. And Mr. Feeney's like, oh, it's Corey and lifts up the mask and it's, it is. But that's how it was in the script. So at some point they changed it. And this was uh, the script I found was like the shooting script. So it was like pretty late in the game. I think they changed yeah. something. And I don't know if they first gave it to Marty York or somebody else, but something happened. And all of a sudden, I think in, at one point I may have been in some of the classroom scenes, but then I got pulled from them and they put me in a wardrobe and they gave me uh, you know, this Robin Hood or some sort of costume. And I remember, like, they didn't tell me I was going to have lines. They didn't really tell me much. They get me in costume, put me in makeup. And I remember I was completely nervous too, because, oh well, you'll appreciate this. <laughs> I had just, <laughs> I had just, trans I mean, I was young too. I was at this point, maybe just turned 11. 
Yeah. I probably just kind of like transitioned into um, to wearing boxers instead of like little kid underwear. Yeah. But I had Jurassic Park boxer shorts that yes. had like the Jurassic Park logo on them. Like, yeah. Oh, Will's well, wearing those right now. Right? Will probably. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I remember like putting the Close costume Friday. on. And you could almost, you could kind of like see my underwear through the costume. And I'm just like, oh God, this is, oh good, this is so embarrassing, (laughs) so nervous, whatever. Those eventually became my Jurassic Park underwear. Yes, of course. I was like, I got lines on that day. I wore those. I got to wear them to every audition now or whatever, right? So That's awesome. They Mm -hmm. get me in the the costume. I come out and they gave me a mask. I had to put the mask on. And I remember the mask was like this hard plastic that was cutting my eyeball every time it was like on. And like, it's literally cutting my eye and the, the, prop guy or wardrobe was trying to like cut it to make it better and they just made it sharper oh my god yeah. So, yeah. that's a halloween costume that's right. what i remember <laughs> right? yeah. you gotta bleed exactly. for your costume exactly <laughs> right so they bring me over onto set and chris kyer comes up and just like shows me a script and with these lines on it and like i don't think i even got to like physically hold it i think he oh just like gosh. showed it to me like here we're gonna try to work on this and here's these lines and, and chris was amazing he was super yeah. sweet and really nice and he's like, okay, let's let's read through this really quick. I'm like, okay. And again, never acted, never done anything. Like this was totally new to me. I go through the lines and and I think it was Michael Jacobs was right there. And it, it wasn't like And he fired say, you. <laughs> <laughs> he's in and and it, I think, you know, it's being a producer now and stuff, like I I know the stress of being on set and everything, and I don't like blame him for it, but I know what you guys have, have talked about before of like that stress and and being so young and not knowing and, and no one explained anything to me really. Right. They were right. like, like, we're going to do this and, you know, yeah. talk through it. We're going to rehearse. We're going to do anything like that. I literally just like, look at these lines. I read through them once. And and I think Michael was right there and he just looks at Chris and he goes, he's got five minutes. If you can't do it, we'll get someone else. <gasps> and I'm just like, okay, well, let's, let's keep going. Like we got five minutes. Let's, yeah, I, let's I, can, I can do this. I got, I'm okay. I, I got it. I got it. It's, it's yeah. a couple lines. I can say these, right? So, you know, then I'm just completely nervous. I think the audience was even in there and whatever. Yeah. 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 Maybe we rehearsed a couple of times. I remember um, Bill Daniels was, he was frustrated. Like, I, I think he was messing up some lines or he didn't like, obviously things just changed last minute and he wasn't that excited about it. And I was nervous too, because I think the first time I ever worked with him, we had like a little thing that that happened that was kind of interesting. Um, and I think it was he kind of yelled at me, but, <laughs> but, but it was Bill. And it was, it was, it was like, I, I too was like, who's this weird British guy? He's like, yelling. Yeah, what happened exactly. with, I think it was, it was the first Go back time to I, London, dude. it was like the first time I was on the set yeah. and, um, somehow without knowing anything, I had learned from watching like movie magic and like behind the scenes stuff. Like I knew what a hot set was. And I think maybe even the prop guy, like as he, they brought us on told us like, this is a hot set. And we're in the classroom. And I think I was sitting in the back of the classroom and they had laid out my book or, you know, notebooks and stuff on the, on the desk. And it was kind of hanging over and I have no idea what the scene is. We know nothing. And Bill has like a, a monologue as he's walking through the class and he's like, he's working, he's got his script, he's working on his lines, he's walking through it. And my book's kind of like blocking his way and he bumps into right. it and it falls on the ground and like throws him off. And he's just like, this can't be here. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like, oh I'm sorry. Like, I was told right, not to course. touch it. Like, I didn't oh, know. No. Like, right. I'm of course you there, feel like, like it's your responsibility because it's right. your seat and your book, your book, even though it's like. Right. It's, a, a, it's a hot set. Like you're told, yeah. don't oh touch God. anything. Like, you know, Jeez. we want they, for continuity. Like, and so I was just like petrified. I'm like, like, I'm going to get fired. Like I didn't. I, I, and I'm trying, like, you know, you want to, as a kid, you want to explain to any other adult, like, like I didn't put it I'm there. Sorry, it wasn't I my didn't... fault. Like, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. right? Um, but eventually like after time, like he was a sweetheart and he was really nice and he would actually 
some of us that were regulars there would, he, you know, he was, he would, he would say hi and he was acknowledging us and, and being good. But so I could tell already, like when I get these lines that he's kind of frustrated about other stuff and what happens, um, I'm just nervous as all hell. Right. And they bring in the audience. I think we rehearsed it twice. Maybe I got yeah. the lines down enough. Meanwhile, mask is covering my face. So right. looking back at it, it's like, I didn't even need to know the lines. They could have just VO'd the whole thing. <laughs> they could have yeah. done, they yeah. could have had Ben read off because they actually recorded. I remember they recorded Ben reading the wild the line. lines. Yeah, right. the wild right? lines. Um, and I think beforehand with the rehearsals and stuff like that, they had Ben kind of making a voice. So aside from having to learn the lines in five minutes, um, they also wanted me to try to mimic Ben's voice. Oh and do my like gosh. a little bit of like that. He did this like high pitched, like Mr. Yeah. Fanny. So I'm trying to do that. And, we rehearse and like, all right, we're shooting. Like, okay, here we go. So it's funny. If you watch the scene, you can actually see Ben like moves me into position onto the mark. Yeah, I went back to I went back to watch it and I'm like, my God, Ben like moved me onto my mark. (laughs) Yeah. Did we only do one take? Like we may have only gotten like one take out of it, right? It was like, because why would they use that otherwise? Or did they think, oh, it looks like, yeah, you know. Well, it's the last scene of the show, right? So it was the the last scene of the night. It was the end of the night. It was so hectic. I I don't remember all these details, but I just remember it being like chaos and everybody freaking out. And it's so funny because like Marty York remembers it being chaos. Like we were all, we all have this memory of this like awful, hectic miserable experience right. yeah uh, yeah Wait, we so were... for, for me it wasn't even it was it was exciting like yeah. i mean it was it was rough but it wasn't miserable i was thinking like this Good. is my shot like you know i've right. got to i got to perform and i can do this and i'm going to prove to them that that i'm capable and and hopefully maybe they'll give me lines again sometime mm-hmm. and like right. all of a sudden well, like, you had you got five that, minutes right <laughs> you, yeah, you so. got, right and it's like it was like that little that little taste that little hit the first time you're like now I, I want that again like maybe okay so you keep coming back as an extra thing like maybe i'll get lines again like maybe you know, next time i won't have to wear a plastic mask that stabs me in the right. eye stab right. me in the eye <laughs> right oh that was that was the best part so then i wait i finally see it like it, it airs and i'm watching it and i'm thinking like okay at least i'm gonna hear my voice and um then no, they just used the wild lines from Ben. So it's not even my voice. Right. And like, you barely even see me. Then they just pull the mask up. But it's like, okay, that was my, that was my shot. There was, was, and then, there was your again, moment. Did they give me lines. So obviously Wait, did I, you I say You said you're producing now. What do you do? I'm just curious. What are you doing now? Yeah, I, I, I produce uh, some reality shows. One of them is called Roadkill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, it's basically all automotive content on Motor Trend Channel. Oh, cool. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So anything to do with cars, I produce... I've got four different shows going right now between wow. Roadkill, uh, Roadkill Garage, uh, Fast with Finnegan, and then we've got a Holiday Hoopty Challenge 3 special coming up uh, for the holidays. Yeah, you're like a showrunner for these shows. You do everything. Correct, yeah. Do people in your life now know that you were on so many episodes of Boy Meets World? How often it's, does it come it's, up? It's, I mean, it's. I start every conversation with it, usually. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like it, just people in the grocery store. I, I mean, I, I literally you know that I multi-photo am? headshot. Uh, yeah, I, I carry my he headshots stands, with he me. Carries it around. I, I wear this. You might recognize this face from the Halloween episode. <laughs> does your son know? My he does, but not really. Like when, like I showed him the the you know the the post and the picture of of you and I, Danielle. And first thing my son goes is he goes, Daddy, are you going to be famous? <laughs> it's fine as i it's like the same thought that i had when i was a kid like, yeah. back then and like right. every kid has like right. um so he knows like he hasn't really watched anything or or seen it like i'm i'm looking forward to 
watching the episodes and going through there with him and see if he recognizes recognizes dad with hair. How old is he? Like. Uh, he is eight. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's good time. I mean, Indy's seven. He's just Indy's started seven, the season yeah. one. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so. And 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 it's one of those things too. Like I can't there's there's stuff I still remember from the show, like the episode of 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 Alan letting Corey stay up late, you know, and yeah. basically almost missing school to watch the ball game. And even as a kid, I remember thinking like that's really cool. And someday when I'm a dad, I want to do that with my son. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I still think about it to this day. And and you know, rewatching some of these episodes now as an adult, you're it's like, wow, that was really touching. That's really cool. And I'm glad I remembered that. And and there's been times where it's like, all right. It's school night, but uh, we'll stay up a little late. We're going to watch them. We're going to hang out. Uh, We're going to have those moments. Well, your son is almost 10, which, as we know, is the age you have to start acting. And so (laughs) would you ever let your son be an actor? Um, I I would if he really wanted to. Uh, I'd support him in anything he wants to do. Right. Um, I think as a parent, that's that's what you have to do. And and it's the best thing to do. I don't think I'd be excited by it, really. Um, and, you know, but he can no, be a tiny he, cowboy or a tiny scuba guy, or right? A tiny and, doctor. You know, I, I don't see in him the same desire that I had at that age. Like I, like that's all I wanted to do. And you know, even after being an extra, like I, I was able to get a manager and an agent, and I went on auditions. I, I, yeah. I booked some smaller roles and stuff like that. You know, and it's always frustrating, like the biggest success that anybody would know or that I had. And I was embarrassed of for a while. I was like, oh, yeah, I had I had lines that weren't really lines one time on Boy Meets World. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I don't even know how anything works anymore. I don't think I ever knew how any of the. the Do any of us know how yeah, anything right? works? <laughs> there are no rules, man. And, no. You just make it up. doesn't know how yeah. it works anymore. Right. So, yeah, and, just and then looking back, no it's sense. like, okay, if, if you could just zoom in on an audition, like, sure, buddy, like, knock yourself out, go for it. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd go and do that. But now, like, what we used to go through of driving, and like, I would have to drive for an hour or more. Do you myself. remember the Thomas Guide? <laughs> oh, I had. Oh, yeah. I had the Thomas Guide. Like, I had the uh-huh. thing down. You don't happen to feel the exact same way we do about getting changed, do you? I do. I if like I still sweat if I have to try on clothes. Yes. Like, tr- <laughs> trying on shoes is the worst thing. Like my wife laughs oh. at me. Like I, I literally just become physically like shaken and nervous having to try oh it. Like, I hate what it. is the deal? We've unlocked this like secret trauma. I oh, mean, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, I, wow. I, I still so I still get nervous trying on clothes. Dusty, do you shoot your your shows in LA? Are they a Southern California based, like the actual like car stuff, or do you do it around the we country? We shoot we shoot all around the country. So yeah, for the car shows, uh, one's predominantly out of Atlanta, so I travel back and forth there quite oh, wow. a bit. Everything's um, in Atlanta, right? And then uh, the other ones one one is in California, but it's up near like Bakersfield. Um, and then an- another one will just be anywhere. So we travel, we've gone almost every state in the U S. Um, and, and part of the show is like taking road trips. So we'll start say, in one spot. If it's like top gear. Yeah. You yeah, go, you we'll travel around. Like, we'll and... start in one place and then travel to another place. Like we've been up to, we, we did one that was amazing. We drove from LA to Alaska to Anchorage Whoa. No and way. 10 day drive of a road trip. is really cool. In muscle cars? In, in a 60s ranchero. Oh, wow. man. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And, and within the snow, like this was in February, yes. the thing didn't have four-wheel drive, just put some snow tires on it. The thing made it all the way there. It That's took a few tries and a few nuts. episodes where like we absolutely failed. Um, and the show, like it's completely real. We're 
we're not a reality show. We're actually just real. Like we show all the frustrations. Like there's enough drama in life. We don't have to make, make stuff it up. Manufacture yeah, it. Manufacture stuff. Agreed. Like what happens, happens. And that's what we show. So it's almost kind of documentary-esque. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right, and that's why I'm sending mine farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. 
Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. Do you have any other, like, very specific memories of scenes from Boy Meets World that you were in? Like, I just, we watched the plays The Thing, and you were on stage with me, and you and I were pushing each other. And that was it, right? We got to do stunt work. We got to do stunts! <laughs> it was so cool! Uh, yeah, no, that was amazing. Um, I, I do remember that one, because I remember, like, having to wear tights and being self-conscious mm-hmm. about that. Um, I remember... The I think you guys just talked about the um, the scuba class mm-hmm. scene, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember I remember having to get body makeup put on for that. Like we all got body yep. makeup, which was a, a interesting experience. And then we got robes, and and you guys, of course, like they told you, like you all had to take off your robes, and they're expecting the rest of the extras and everybody too as well. And they're like, well, you don't have to if you don't want to. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep mine on. I think. <laughs> robe on. Yeah. We watched one uh, the other day where you were in the background handing out napkins to everyone at your table. And I'm curious what your motivation <laughs> in the cafeteria. behind that was. <laughs> well, we're like, look, look at Dusty back there. He's handing, he's handing out napkins that like you stood up with his pack of napkins like none of your other classmates had brought napkins. So you're nicely passing it out to everybody at the table. <laughs> he was giving my, himself business, man. Right, my, yeah, my motive, yeah, right? I, was, I, was having, I was having business. You're doing some <laughs> doing some acting. My yes. My motivation was the same as I think every extras motivation is ever it's like how do i get on screen the most <laughs> right <laughs> right like exactly. how, can, how can i be seen like you never yep. want to be that little blur in the background you want to be somewhat seen in some yeah, way you don't want to be the shoulder you want right. to be the you're, face you're, you're just the back i mean i'm sure there's there's plenty of just the back of my head and stuff and I, I remember i learned that early on too like one of the first days being there like you would shoot something kind of and then maybe they might play it back and you'd see like oh i was like in the front row of all the chairs thinking like, I'm going to get seen. This is going to be great. But then you look at it like, oh no, you were just foreground elements that were like, a, you camera shooting past you. You're yeah. not even yeah. seeing it. That's a crappy right. seat. I don't want to sit in that seat. I want to sit in a better seat. Back corner. Right? How, yeah. do you, how do you get in the ba- How do you get in a good seat? Upstage, back corner of the classroom, always the Speaking best. Speaking yeah. of that, do you, ha- do you remember See Me? I believe her name was Courtney. Yes, okay. Courtney, thank you. Was oh it? my God, yes. I'm so glad. That's <gasps> ah, yes, the Courtney. second you said that, I was like, oh. Right. Okay, we should Courtney. find her. Yeah, okay. Courtney. Oh yeah, I mean, God. I remember she actually, yeah, she lived in Simi, which was near me. I, I remember, like, I think we carpooled to set really? once or twice mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, with because I think, uh, I don't know if our parents worked somehow together. Maybe her dad was a cop, too, or something. Searching and, and so, for Courtney. Search hashtag yeah. now. Search ha- two hashtags, found Dusty and found searching Dusty, for Courtney. Searching for Courtney, yep. <laughs> now, wait, do you, do you, I mean, what are the chances of this? But are you still friends with anybody that you were on the show with? No, no. Like I, I, I mean, I, I haven't talked to anybody. What? From Why? The... Why aren't you best friends with every single person? <laughs> yeah. why, why, why did it take so long for you guys to call me? And <laughs> um, no, I mean, it was. I think you guys kind of touched upon it before. Like we were just kids, and like yeah. you know, back then, like nobody had cell phones. Nobody yeah. knew. Like you yeah. and you know, we all came from different spots and different areas, and like we were friends when we were hanging out backstage. Mm-hmm. And but it was like yeah. it was like those school friends that you have that. They're friends at school, but you never see yeah. them outside of school. Yeah. yeah. Did you um, and Courtney date? Give us the give us all the deets. No. <laughs> is that not. called spilling tea? <laughs> any onset right? romances? Any on- yeah. <laughs> Did you was... play any pranks, Dusty? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember, 
there was, there's, there's like a, a few times I thought I was going to get fired. And, <laughs> and again, like there was a certain point, like I stopped doing any other extra work because I was just going to be an actor. Right. And like the only extra work I'd agree to do was like, okay, I'm still doing Boy Meets World because it's just like steady work and it's a thing and it's. And you and were I, featured. I, yeah. and I was featured. Right. So I was like, yeah. I'll just keep, keep doing that. But so, and I was always conscious, like, I, you know, this is like, this is, this is, it's just extra work, but this is a cool, cool thing. And it was, it was kind of a unique experience where not many extras get to be on the same show mm-hmm. week after week after week and keep doing it. But so I almost got fired. I thought I was going to get fired when I got the lines and then obviously right. didn't make anybody that excited or happy with it. Didn't. Thought I was going to get fired when I upset Bill for having my book in his way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was another guy, another one of the extras. Um, this was probably season two or three. It must be season three, I think. And we're in school together because um, obviously you guys had your classroom that was like, right. I think we shared a wall. You guys were like on the backside. We were on like the front side of all those trailers that were put together. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And um, we were we were writing notes to each other in class. Like obviously it was school, but it was three hours. And, and I think you guys had like true actual like teachers. Like we had like, bring your homework and just right. act busy for three hours. And right. we can, <laughs> Babysitting. We can, we can right. qualify. Obviously like if we had a question or something, there was this one teacher, I think her name was Polly. She was really sweet. She was really mm-hmm. nice. And like, she yep. would actually try to help her. and teach you and all that stuff. Yep. Um, but the rest of the time is just like, you know, I remember I just try to act busy and I didn't care about school. I wanted to, I wanted to yeah. be right. on the you were set. You going to be an actor. Yeah. That, right. So we were writing notes to each other one day and this was when like your mama jokes were really big. Mm, so oh, we're just writing like the dirtiest, most messed up, you know, we're 13 or whatever, writing these terrible, your mama jokes back and forth to each other, just handing them back and forth. And then she sees us doing that and she gets it and she opens it up and her face just like drops because <laughs> oh, they were pretty terrible. Right. And I think this was back when like, remember Ryder, we were always talking about like listening to the jerky boys and stuff. So it was like, yes. whatever, whatever oh my crazy, God. that's you know, right. Messed the jerky up things. Boys. That CD right? was like on repeat. That was us. the thing. That so was like, we we're, were always, we're writing, like, Oh my God. Yeah, we're writing just like, just dirty words, just horrible <laughs> stuff. And she like, her face just goes white and she just like takes it and walks out of the room. And then later your guys' teacher, I think it was a David. David. David uh-huh. Yeah. So he comes over and he like, Everybody else is out of the classroom at this point. And he like sits us down and he goes cross armed. He's just looking at us. And he basically told us like, you know, I'm not going to do anything now, but if I ever see anything like this again, you're not going to be welcome back here. Oh, we're just like, oh wow. Crap. Like, okay, we're, we're going to be really good. I'm sorry about oh. that. And so I thought, and you know, rightfully so. I mean, what we were doing was inappropriate. We shouldn't have been doing that, but it was like that fear of, I'm yeah. gonna fired. I'm going to do that. So, so that was like the closest thing to like a, a prank. Um, other than I think the other time where I thought I was going to get fired was from you, Will. <gasps> Me? Yeah. Oh, I love this. Spill yeah. the What did tea. I do? So you. Did you touch his hair? <laughs> what, what, what did it was I a do? Bit of, it was, did it you was, look him I, in the I, eyes? I, I yeah. doubt you remember this. Don't right? make eye Obviously, you were older. And, and I was like, I mean. I was younger than you, writers. Yeah. You like I was probably one of the youngest ones there. I think I was even younger than than Lee when he was on, even though yeah. I was probably about two feet taller than him. Right. Um, so one day I walk outside and there's you, Will, and Jason Marsden are playing catch with a football. You guys are like playing in the alley between, you know, the sound stages. And I remember like, you look at me and you're like, hey, catch, right? And you throw me the ball. Oh wow! Like he's he's acknowledging me. Like this is cool. I'm in. I'm going to be part of the friends, right? <laughs> so I catch the ball, 
And I just remember it was like a full size NFL football. And at this yeah. point I was maybe like 11 and my hand could barely fit around it. Like I could barely hold it. And you're like, throw it back. I'm like, okay, crap. So take the ball. <laughs> and obviously it was fully inflated. It wasn't a nice yeah. Tom Brady deflated. Don't ball, start so. with me. I'm a Patriots <laughs> fan, my friend. So, so I just like throw this thing as hard as I can, try to get it back to you. It slips out of my little hand and it just goes flying off. And if you remember, like if for anybody who doesn't know, if a car is parked next to a soundstage, it means it's somebody important. Important. Oh yes. right? my like, gosh. Like normally there's a normal parking lot, but right next to the soundstage, yep. like actors the big wigs, the big actors, actors the directors, yeah. oh, producers, no. like that's where all the BMWs are lined up. They could park right, their car the right next to the stage this door. Is the best. So this ball goes flying through the air and then just nails it, like miss the window. But my heart just drops like my st I'm about to throw up. Oh, God. Misses the window and just hits the side of the car. And leaves this big, like brown mark from the ball <laughs> on the car. Oh my God. And we all walk over, and it's you and Jason, <laughs> and you guys are just laughing so hard. Like this is the funniest thing ever. Yeah, because their like, jobs are secure. Yeah, yeah. you guys are fine, right? And, and even if, even if you guys were to like take the heat from this, like you could you could afford to have, like repaint fix the car, it. Yeah. Should I fix it. I'm just like I'm this kid. <sighs> like, I'm making no money. Like I'm thinking like I. I I'm I'm, di I'm dead. Like oh, I, I might as well oh, just man. just run away now. And so we walk over, and I start trying to like rub <laughs> the mark off and see. And I just remember it was like a, it was like an Eric moment, I guess. So you just look right at me. You come up right in my face. You're like, you better start licking that off. <laughs> and I'm, just like, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Like I'm never coming oh, back here God. again. And I just like uh, handed the ball back. Like I tried to clean it up as best I could and, and just uh, walked away. And then just like, I remember spending like the next few weeks just, just waiting, waiting yeah. for the other somebody to come yeah. in. Oh, and be like, just waiting for the police to show up at your door. Exactly. I wonder whose car you It's probably Bill Daniel's car. It's probably his like Jaguar. It's probably his Jag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I don't think oh it was somebody. God. It was someone from the stage next door. Like, Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Then we don't care. I'm not even going to say. <laughs> I think I remember what show was filming next door. It wasn't the oh, Improvement. So was this yeah. was a home improvement? It wasn't home improvement. I think it was um, Thunder Alley. Thunder Alley. American Girl. Was oh, it Margaret yes. Cho show. That a Margaret Cho show was was okay. I have I no think recollection. It was, I you think don't say that. Yeah, because that I, I, what I remember specifically about that is Pulp Fiction I mean, allegedly, had just come out. Allegedly, it allegedly was that. happened. So I, don't, allegedly I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the statute of limitations are, but if somebody from the Margaret Cho show... <laughs> 30 years uh, ago, your car they had still a have a mark spot. on their... Yeah. It yeah. was dusty. Allegedly, no, it, was, it was Will Friedle <laughs> and Jason, <laughs> Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. No, I remember it hilarious. it's when uh, Pulp Fiction came out it, it, because... Quentin Tarantino was friends with Margaret Cho and came to the set to do an episode and Jay and I heard about it and went over there and met him and he signed like all this stuff for us. We had like scripts from um, Reservoir Dogs and all this stuff. Really? So we, yeah, we went and got all this uh, stuff signed from Quentin Tarantino. So yeah, they were shooting. It was like, don't you remember Ryder? We would talk to, he was the nicest guy in the world. We talked to B.D. Wong who was from Jurassic Park. Right. We'd sit there and talk with him. There's so many of the actors from that show that I never met Margaret Cho, but everybody else were just like the coolest people. And we'd sit there and we'd hang out and we'd talk and do all that stuff. And then that left. And we, the, the, the show that the first show that Tony Quinn was on moved onto that stage with what's her name. And we'd always call it girl. We called it girl meets world at the time. It was, um, Oh, I can't remember. 
uh, th- there were two friends. They're still working all the time. There, oh, she had her- Gabby Hoffman. Yes, Gabby thank Hoffman you. The Gabby show. Hoffman show. That's and right. And so Tony Quinn was on that, and we I would call. We jokingly called it Girl Meets World. We're like, okay, that's oh, so they're just doing Girl Meets World next door. Um, and that so that was that stage. Yes, you. I'm guessing it was Quentin Tarantino's car you destroyed, Dusty. Was it? Right? <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's why that's why my career never took off. BD yeah. Wong's gonna call and be like, that was my car. That was my car. <laughs> well, oh, that's so funny. I, I apologize to whoever. Yeah, oh, that's great. Was. You better start licking that off. Yeah, that does sound like a, a that sounds a, like a, a will thing to a say. A will thing. <laughs> yeah. It was it was amazing. You did not disappoint. I'm oh, so glad we so searched for you. Yeah. I'm well, so thank, thank you, for, you for helping me pull off this surprise. And Unbelievable. What a surprise. I had no idea. <sighs> I had no idea. Neither did I. Oh, my God. Well, Dusty, I also know that you were at first a little apprehensive about coming on the podcast. Dusty is a private person. He was a little nervous and uh, and then he rallied himself in his email. He was like, uh, guys, I hear you're looking for me. It's very sweet. I, I have great memories of working with you. I'm just not sure this is for me. Yeah. And then now as I'm saying it, I think I'm going to do it anyway. And by the time <laughs> he finished his email, he was in. Yes. I had to talk myself up, man. I'm so yeah. glad. Oh, so great to see you. Yeah, really to see great you. to see you. Please don't it's be a stranger. Now that we found you, don't let us lose you again. And, uh, you know, if you ever want your son to come uh, shadow me on a set as a sitcom director, um, and I'm sure Ryder would say the same thing yes, it, with ever please. any of Ryder's projects, my projects, Will's projects, please, you guys I'd are welcome. To, my my, my yeah. son would, would absolutely probably enjoy it and love that so much. And I would too. So please, okay. let's, let's I do can't it. wait to check out Roadkill. I mean, as a Top yeah, Gear fan, please. I can't wait to check out Roadkill. So that sounds like a great show. Check out Roadkill and and yeah, good luck with the podcast and everything, guys. I mean, it's great. Keep doing what you're doing. I love the more you guys get into, you know, the real stuff behind the scenes. It's it's really cool to hear, and uh, you, you know, just your own experiences and and feelings and everything that went on. It's I mean, for me, obviously, like I have some other attachments to it and closeness yeah. of it. So yeah. it's just it's impressive and cool to hear. And um. Yeah, it was such a magical, magical time. And going back there is is really cool and really fun. Well, you are one of the reasons it awesome. was a magical time. Yeah, and you are you so much, just man. thank you so much for everything you did for all potentially four seasons. But man, especially through season one, uh, your face, you were just such a, I mean, it just brings back so many memories. So thank you for being no, such a special part of our show. No problem. Have me back for season two. Okay, yeah, we will. <laughs> we, we didn't even touch on, like, I never even knew this until I started researching for this. I apparently had a name. I didn't even realize yeah. this, that I had, I think somebody found from different episodes took like a one different point, credits. Well, I think at one point Feeney had called me Mr. Sullivan and then <laughs> Danielle in season two, you and I were supposed to be dates to the dance when the guys had a band for band on the run oh, and then you called me Jeremy. So all of a sudden now, right. like, oh, oh I, was, I had a character. I was Jeremy Sullivan. Jeremy Sullivan. Man. All right. Listen, <laughs> when Jeremy, Sol- when you're my date, we yeah, will have you back. We have to have you back. Yes. Done. All right. I'm there. Thank you so much, Dusty. Right. It was Dusty. great talking Thank with you. you. Good to see you, man. Take care, guys. So fun. So cool. You guys had no idea? How did no. you pull that off? I, I literally it. said right before, like, what I, I know. was expecting you to pull Dusty in the... You called it, and I was like... Okay, this could either go real bad that you're on to me, or I could be like, oh, man, wouldn't that be great if that were the case? Oh, no man, idea. I thought for sure you knew. Are we are we not doing trivia? No. I studied all night. 
He watched all episodes. I got two hours of sleep one, last night. Daniel. Just to, just to win this game. I'm just well, yeah, what was so funny is that the trivia, the question was so easy because it was obviously just a setup that we overcomplicated it. We were like, well, it, it, it can't just be dusty. It can't like, be just why dusty. Would, why would she be asking that ridiculously obvious question? Uh, <laughs> you I guys wanted so to win hard. so bad. Yes, we thought there was so like some hard. trick answer. Oh, God. <laughs> Even though I said three times, I started off real easy. It's just yeah. a real easy question. Uh, that was cool. So he, uh, wait, he contacted you like months ago? So we made an Instagram post that was like a real true searching for yeah. Dusty on the Pod Meets World. And somebody DM'd us and said, I work with him. And we were, and it was like a, a, like a true direct connection. And she said, let me tell him that you're looking for him and see if it's okay for me to connect you. And so she did. She, she asked him if it was okay. And he was like, no, I didn't know they were looking for me. Then he found the podcast and sent us an email. And in his email, like I said, he was like, I, you know, I've just started listening. He listened to a few episodes before he even wrote and listened to it and was like, man, I really, I'm so excited about this, but like, I don't know if it's for me. And Mm. then in his very long email at the end of it, he was like, I'm in. Like he totally worked (laughs) through all of his emotions. And then he was like, I'm, I'm listening to the podcast. And so we've been, we've been going back and forth trying to get him as a guest. He was actually supposed to be on, we were supposed to record with him yesterday. And then he had a conflict, which is why then we moved the, anyway, but um, yeah, just, I'm so I'm so glad it worked out and it was great to see him and he's got He looks great. He, he looks, looks great. great. He's yeah. got such a great personality. He's yeah. so funny. Um, yeah. you know, he's obviously very successful. Like yeah. I, it's just it feels it feels so good. Like oh, I I'm, totally that was a really cool. great reunion. That's totally cool. Uh, well, I have a surprise as well. What? We had a third little sister. <laughs> Everybody say hi to you. Megan Ke- No, I I got no- <laughs> I got nothing. (laughs) That was great. Oh, boy. Well, thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. You can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can email us, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And as always, we have got, say it, Will, merch. We've got merch. We have holiday merch, guys. We went over this a little bit, but we have got two hoodies. Yep. The number one most requested item We brought back Save the Plane for Minkus with a new colorway. It's in blue. This is for real the last time. You can, this is your chance to get it. It's in blue. Once the holidays are over, it is gone forever, forever, ever. Uh, Like the plane you would have missed. Correct. That (laughs) plane is long gone. gone. Long gone. Yeah. We've got bumper stickers. We've got lots of fun things. So check out our holiday merch and um, writer, send us off. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedell, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or send us an email at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? 
When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250 plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.